Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode of Know a Little More is about USB 4. You may think you've heard this episode, but you have not. We originally released an episode about USB in March 2021, but several updates have happened since then, the most recent in October 2022. This episode includes updated information. Enjoy. I hear I can now get stuff with USB 4. What the heck does that get me? USB has been a mess and confusing, and I don't know if I want another number. Also, this somehow relates to Thunderbolt 4. Are you confused? Don't be. Let's help you know a little more about USB 4. USB stands for the Universal Serial Bus, a standard released in 1996 to provide an industry standard for connecting peripherals and computers. Yeah, 1996. It is maintained by the USB Implementers Forum, or USBIF, a nonprofit group founded in 1995 by Compaq, Digital, IBM, Intel, Microsoft, NEC, and Nortel. As you can tell, it has survived many of its founders. Uh, It expanded its membership since then, of course, too. There's a lot more companies involved. Before USB, my friends, each peripheral had its own connector, but you couldn't use the same wire or port for the other. There were A few exceptions, but for the most part, a monitor had a VGA connector, a printer used a serial port, a mouse used a PS2 port, and examples like that were many. I'm picturing the back of my IBM PS2 and how many different ports, all pretty much for a single thing, there were. People at the founding companies of the USBIF didn't like that, so they got together in 1994 to fix that mess and make it easier to plug things into computers and make it cheaper to make the computers because you didn't need to have a separate port for every single peripheral somebody might want to connect. A team at Intel, led by Ajay Bhatt, produced the first integrated circuits to support USB in 1995. And Joseph C. DeCure credited his work on the Atari SIO 8-bit communication implementation as the basis of the standard. USB 1.0's specification was officially released in 1996. 
It supported 1.5 megabit per second low speed and 12 megabit per second full speed data transfers. The high speeds were meant for printers and floppy drives. The lower speeds for cheaper peripherals with unshielded cables. Uh, Pretty much your joysticks, your mouse, stuff like that. Microsoft began supporting USB in Windows 95 OSR 2.1 in August 1997. Apple's iMac was the first mainstream product to support it and popularize it starting in August 1998. So yeah, Apple was on to a standard that eventually stuck and caught on and everybody uses, except in a few cases, Apple. Looking at you, iPhone, but that's going to be fixed soon. Anyway, USB took off from there. USB 2.0 arrived in April 2000, adding a higher signaling rate of 480 megabits per second. And that's when we got the mini and micro connectors. USB 3 came along in November 2008. That brought modern speeds. Uh, They called it super speed capability, 5 gigabits per second, and the blue ports that designated them. So if you ever noticed the USB port having a little blue, that means it's USB 3 super speed. USB 3.1 followed in December 2014, doubling the speed to 10 gigabits per second. They called that super speed plus. And USB 3.2 arrived in September 2017, allowing for multi-lane operation. So you could get data rates of 20 gigabits per second. And that brings us to the present. USB 4 was released as a spec on August 29th, 2019. And when you're searching for info, remember that unlike previous specs, the USB IF spells USB 4 without a space between the B and the 4. This is a new thing with USB 4. It's just USB 4, no space. While USB 3.2 was designed for use over USB-C cables, because the version and the cable connector type are different things, uh, USB-C is a small reversible cable. USB 4 is the first spec that requires it. So USB 3.2 could be used over a USB-C connector or the old USB-A connector. USB 4 is the first spec that says, gotta run it over USB-C. USB 4 does not run over previous USB ports or connector types unless you get an adapter. Also, USB 4 incorporates Intel's Thunderbolt 3 spec. So a USB 4 host or peripheral device does not have to support Thunderbolt 3, but it can. It has the capability to do it. The spec does require a USB 4 dock to support Thunderbolt 3 and hubs to support Thunderbolt 3 on the downward facing ports, aka the one the peripherals plug into. USB 4 is mostly an attempt to simplify USB. The spec itself can be said to just tunnel other specs like Thunderbolt, DisplayPort, and even previous USB versions like 3.2, 2.0, and even PCIe. It is therefore backwards compatible with all of those that I just mentioned. Also, a USB 4 connection requires USB power delivery of at least 7.5 watts per port up to 240 watts. So no more trying to guess if a USB port provides power or not by trying to look for the little lightning logo. If it's USB 4, It does, and it will make sure it only sends as much power as your device can handle. The first products supporting USB 4 arrived near the end of 2020, and the connector became common in new products released in 2021. So, what do you get 
if you get USB 4. I've told you all these things about where it is and all of that. Uh, What's it going to do for you? USB 4 can share a single link with multiple end device types. So you can daisy chain and you get speed. USB 4 devices must support 20 gigabit per second data and can support up to 40 gigabits per second data. And with video, you can get an even faster effective rate. We're going to talk about that in a second. So while USB 4 does simplify things quite a bit over previous USB versions, you still have to check a device to know whether you'll get 20 or 40 gigabits per second. To help with that, packaging for certified devices can now use simplified logos. Starting from September 2022, you won't see the words super speed or even USB 4 on packaging from certified USB providers. Since USB is an open standard, not every company will play along. However, if you're looking at a certified product, you will now see the highest data performance level that the product supports. So you'll either see a number 40, if it supports 40 gigabits per second, or 20 or 5 gigabits per second. If you're looking at a USB cable, you'll also get the wattage of power that that cable supports. So 60 or 240. Older designations for USB 2.0 and 1.0 are staying around, which means if you see USB high speed, that means it's USB 2.0, which means uh, not really very high speed, 490 megabits per second. And the rules don't affect things like DisplayPort and Thunderbolt, which USB can support, but it's not officially part of the USB IF's own standards. So you'll need to check separately for Thunderbolt compatibility. One thing to note, Intel is no longer charging for implementation of Thunderbolt 3, and Thunderbolt 3 uses the USB-C connector, just like USB 4. That means a new computer with a USB 4 port could offer compatibility with your existing Thunderbolt 3 devices. Could, but not must. The spec makes it optional. Most devices seem to be implementing it, because why not, but you will want to make sure it's there if it's important to you. So, How does Thunderbolt 4 fit into all of this? Well, some are looking at it as Thunderbolt 4 gives you USB 4 at its highest capacity with all its options. We have a whole separate episode on Thunderbolt 4 if you want all those details. But as I mentioned a minute ago, there's also a situation where USB 4 can handle more than 40 gigabits per second. That's because it can also support DisplayPort Alt Mode 2.0 for high-resolution displays. If that DisplayPort spec is implemented in a USB 4 device, in other words, if you have a USB 4 that is choosing to support DisplayPort, it can transmit video data, just video data, at 80 gigabits per second, meaning you can power multiple DisplayPort 2.0 displays at 8K and 60 Hertz refresh rate, if you need that, Uh, or even probably less likely, one 16K monitor at 60 Hertz. There's probably somebody out there that needs it, but probably not most of you. But hey, you know what? We're going to grow into it. And uh, of course, you could do a bunch of 4K monitors if you have that many. It achieves this by using all the lanes to send video data and leaving none of them to receive it. So to get that speed, you won't share the connection with anything else but the monitors. It's a one-way deal if you want that fast display to be able to support that kind of resolution. 
Also, if you're not using every lane for display purposes, USB 4 is a little smarter than USB 3.2 in how it can allocate bandwidth. Uh, you could do that on previous USB versions, but the lane had to be split 50-50. USB 4 can divide up its capability dynamically. So, for example, if you have a USB 4 device that can support 40 gigabits per second, your 4K monitor could be given 12 gigabits per second. That's all it needs. You just have the one. And then your external hard drive could use the remaining 28 megabits per second, all on the same connection. All right, let's talk cables. Uh, good news, your old cables are going to work. <laughs> Other news... They won't always work faster than they used to, except in a couple of cases. I'll mention those in a second. Uh, but yeah, I, it kind of makes sense. If you have a five gigabit per second cable, th that's all you're going to get out of it. However, they did bring in some exceptions. After USB 4, the USB IF indicated that there would be no more point versions of USB and that the successor of USB 4 would be USB 5. Then... <laughs> On September 1st, 2022, the USB-IF announced USB 4 version 2.0. So it's not USB 4.1, it's USB 4 version 2. It's technically not a point upgrade. It's a version. It's an update to the USB spec that enables 80 gigabits per second data performance over a USB-C cable and connector. Previously, USB 4 maxed out at 40 gigabits per second. The faster speed will be available over existing 40 gigabit per second USB-C passive cables, so just the passive, not the active ones, and newly defined 80 gigabit per second USB-C active cables. And for certain applications, it can be configured what's called asymmetrically. Uh, that allows it to deliver up to 120 gigabits per second in one direction and 40 in the other. The most common use case is expected to be a computer sending 120 gigabits per second to a display. The new spec also enables USB 3.2 data tunneling to be faster than 20 gigabit per second and aligns with the latest versions of DisplayPort and PCIe. USB 4 version 2 was published on October 18th, 2022 and added a new label to that labeling scheme of 80 gigabits per second. So, USB 4 can now go faster over some existing cables if... <laughs> You have a USB 4 version 2.0 port. Uh, you can tell if your vendor calls it that, but they don't have to. They can also label the port USB 80 gigabit per second, though in some specific cases, remember, it can do 120 gigabit per second in one direction. However you get it, if you get it, it will be good for your storage devices, your hubs, your docks, and your displays. All right, the next version of USB hopefully isn't USB 4 version 3. It's intended to be called USB 5. Simple, hopefully. Right? I hope this helps you cut through the confusion a little bit. Thankfully, uh, the USB IF has helped cut it down, maybe not as much as we want, but it has helped cut down the confusion some. So thank you, USB IF. In other words, I hope now you know a little more about USB 4. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.